Welcome to the Lucky Friday, the 13th of November edition of the Traveling to Radio Show, a podcast all about bike touring and bike culture. got news from the world of cycling and we'll be talking about the Dutch and their bicycles. We're previewing a new photography exhibition in Amsterdam that focuses on bike culture here in the Netherlands, even naked cycling. And yes, it's just what it sounds like. And finally, we have some resources to offer if you're planning to come cycling in Holland. on the airwaves and podcasting again after a prolonged absence over the summer. For those of you who are new listeners, I'll bring you up to speed on what the Traveling To show is all about. In a nutshell, my husband Andrew and I have just finished a three-year journey around the world on our bicycles, and during that trip we interviewed other cyclists we met along the way and talked about some of the places we visited. Now that we're done cycling and learning to love the little luxuries like constant electricity, a soft bed, and hot water on demand, that last one is really nice, we thought it would be a great idea to continue the show, so this is the first edition in what I hope will be a long-running series. Andrew's decided to take a quieter role for now. He's going to run the technical side of the website, and I'll be your host over the coming months. But don't be surprised if Andrew pops in now and again. To kick things off, here are a few recent headlines that bicycles have been making around the world. The first story I have for you comes from Wales, where cyclists have a brand new bridge to help them get over a railway track. Sounds good, right? The bridge is great, but there's a catch. The underpass that leads to the bridge has been covered in signs ordering cyclists to get off their bikes and walk. Why? Local authorities are worried that cyclists might bump their heads on the ceiling of the underpass, even though the ceiling is a generous 7 feet high. A cyclist group in the UK has already done the calculations and worked out that everyone except the world's tallest man could pass through unscathed, but the signs are staying up for now. The next story we have comes out of California, where police in Palo Alto nabbed a bicycle thief with the help of the victim and some undercover work. The person who had his bicycle stolen found video of the thief taking his bike on security cameras. He passed it on to the police, and then he noticed his bicycle for sale on Craigslist. Officers went straight to work. They went online, they pretended to be an interested buyer, and they caught the thief when he turned up to sell the bike. Since we've just moved to the Netherlands, a place we came to partially because we just wanted to experience the wonderful bicycle culture, and also a place where we're hoping to find jobs and settle for a few years, it seems appropriate to make this first show all about the Dutch and their bicycles. The love affair that this country has with the bicycle is one of the first things you notice when you get here. Maybe you even know it before you arrive. It's such a famous fact about the Netherlands. And perhaps no one is more acquainted with the cycling culture here than Shirley Agudo. She's an American writer and photographer who's lived here for several years, and she's just finished a book of photographs called Bicycle Mania, all about Dutch people on their bicycles. I went to Amsterdam to meet her, and this story starts on a busy street in the city watching the bikes go by. I'm standing on a street in Amsterdam, as you can probably hear from all the sounds around me, typical city sounds. There are cars and horns going every once in a while. Sometimes you'll hear the ding of the tram going by. 
But the one thing that you probably can't hear, and yet you know it's there because it's Amsterdam, are the bicycles. They are absolutely everywhere. In fact, if you were in any doubt about the cycling culture in Amsterdam, all you'd have to do is hang out on a street corner for a few minutes and watch the bikes go by. They go by by the dozens, and it's amazing. There was someone singing on his bicycle. <laughs> it's amazing to see what they do on their bicycles. They carry flowers. They lug the kids to and from school. Men going to meetings in their suits or women all dressed up for something special there on their bikes as well. It is really a cycling city, and if you're a fan of the bike, then you have to come to Amsterdam at least once in your lifetime and see it. And today, I'm not just watching bicycles through the street corner. I'm actually going to meet a lady who's been paying extra special attention to bicycles in Amsterdam, and in fact, all of Holland lately. My name is Shirley Agudo, and I'm American, and I came to the Netherlands in 1993 with my family. We lived here for five years up north in the province of Drenthe, and then we moved from there to Paris for five years. And then I came back to the Netherlands about five years ago. So I've lived here twice, total of about 10 or 11 years. And I absolutely love it here. I came back here by choice. I love the Netherlands. I like the people, the, the whole culture. And I think it's, it's kind of an idyllic country, almost like a fairy tale country to me. The landscapes remind me of you know, the windmills, and I really like it. And since you've been here, you've really fallen in love with the Dutch people and specifically their bicycles. Can you tell us about that love affair? How did it begin? Ever since I moved here, I've been fascinated by the whole bicycle culture. The Dutch are essentially born with a bicycle attached to them. It's just a way of life here. And they don't get up in the morning and say, you know, oh, I think I'll go biking today. It's just a normal part of their life. It's, it's uh, second nature to them. And they do everything on bikes. They go everywhere. They carry everything on bikes. And that's what fascinated me when you see just about anything they try to carry. I've seen them carry Christmas trees, and one of my favorites is the man carrying the mattress on the back of his bike. And that, to me, is, is really typical, really representative of the fact that, you know, whatever they can fit on there, they will. We have another one um, with a moving furniture, you know, complete tables, chairs on a, on a cargo bike. And, and it must have been quite typical. a was it quite a culture shock in a way coming from America to see all these people doing all these things on bicycles? Yeah, absolutely. Because of course we we hardly ever do that there. We're in love with the uh, automobile. <laughs> yeah, it's it it is it is a total um, different thing to see. And they go shopping on the bikes. They they travel. It's it's not just recreational. It's a way of life. Yeah. And at what point did you decide to start photographing the Dutch on their bicycles? Well, <clears throat> I'm a writer uh, and photographer, uh, but I've mostly done uh, writing. I just photographed the bicycles because they're so fascinating to me. And um, then I, I had such a collection of them, I thought this would make a really interesting book. I think other people would have fun looking at it because they're, they're just all, all kinds of different situations and some really funny photos. Tell us about how you actually took the photos. Did you sit on a street corner and just wait for bicycles to go by? Or? Uh, sometimes I did. Uh, there are certain places like Down Square in, in Amsterdam here where it's a really good spot to photograph. Because if you just, I, I stand there for an hour or so at a time and just watch what comes past you. And it's amazing. You know, that's where I got this photo, for example, of what I call the prisoners. And then we've got three or four people in stripes. <clears throat> Right. There was, I was standing at the corner, and I actually 
uh, was just getting ready to leave. I had been there for an hour photographing, and I thought, okay, I think I've had enough at this corner. I'll go somewhere else. And I thought, well, maybe just another five minutes. <laughs> and so then I saw these two, two guys came up in what looks like um, prisoners' uniforms. They're black and white stripes. And I said, oh, my God, I have to get this photo. And then, then I turned around, and a third one came up. And that's always a better image is when you have three of anything. So then, you know, then I shot that. It's, it's also very representative. Th those are probably, well, somebody told me they're probably going to a bachelor party. That's why they were dressed like that. <laughs> and what's another one of your favorite photos? Do you have another, another one that you really like? Yeah, this, this one that I told you about, uh, I call it the phantom bike. But this is a more subtle photo. It's kind of one of my signature photos. It was taken in Delft, and it's just a silhouette. You can't see the real bike, but you can see the silhouette of it under one of the bridges in Delft. To me, it just shows the, that's the symbol of the Netherlands to me. Uh, it's one of the main symbols is a bicycle. So I, I like that one a lot, too. How do you think that the Dutch people perceive bicycles themselves from the outside it's fascinating but to them do you think they see it as anything special or no absolutely not <laughs> they see it as very normal and I, I often got that question when I was out photographing if I talked to someone Dutch and they would say well, what are you doing and I said well I'm photographing the bicycle culture and I'm working on a book about it and they would just look at me very bewildered and say well why are you interested in that it's it's just normal it's something we do all the time and I said well yes for you it's very normal but to us, you know, outsiders, it's very special. You know, there are more bicycles here than people. It's the only country that, uh, as I understand it, can say that. There's 16 and a half million people and 18 million bicycles. It's just the whole culture, the whole country revolves around bicycling. I'm completely fascinated by it. One of my favorite pictures here is the one of the naked bike ride. Can we go over? Right. Maybe you can tell us about it. <laughs> this was taken in, in Utrecht, and, and there's, uh, what, about a dozen? I think there were actually about 20 or 25 people in the group. But this was part of the World Naked Bike Ride. I didn't uh, know there actually, was such a thing. Did right. you know before you went to photograph it? <laughs> well, I, when I found out they were going to do this, of course, I did a little research on it, and I saw then on, online that this actually takes place all over the world, uh, even in the States, which, which really surprised me. So I, I saw that it was happening in Utrecht, and I thought, oh, absolutely, I have to go photograph this for the book. And uh, so you can see it's just, you know, it looks like a normal day in Utrecht with a dozen naked people on their on their bicycles but in the Netherlands it's people don't gawk at such things like that that's also why I like living here it's just it's very free you know it's just well if you want to look like that or you want to do that it's fine as long as you don't hurt anyone else so it was it's kind of it almost looks like a routine thing here even though it's not and then and then you can see some looks like tourists in the background with their cameras and for them it's very unusual but they're probably thinking too oh well maybe this goes on here every day <laughs> do you think you could and do this on a normal day and the police wouldn't bother you ride your bike down the street naked or I actually don't know I guess they would have to get permission yeah we'll get some input maybe from the gallery yeah we could ask that would be a good time to ask Edouard Planting 
of the gallery where my exhibit is. Come on over and give us your expert opinion. If a, yeah, please. If a crazy About tourist... About naked bike riders. Yeah, if I'm a crazy tourist and I come to Amsterdam and want to ride my bike naked down the street, can I? No, not really. You should have something on. Thank God it's for that. It's a disappointment. <laughs> yes, yes, I know. That's why you wanted to talk about this photograph, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I have secret is, motives to try yeah, it out yeah. one day. <laughs> yeah, this, this, this was a special occasion. And sometimes it's possible. Um, there's, a, there's a famous photo, photographer called Spencer Tunick who makes uh, photographs with a lot of naked people in it. Mm. And he needs a special permission as well. And he, he's done some uh, photographs in Amsterdam as well. And uh, everybody is very surprised to see uh, that it was possible. Because there is a lot possible in Amsterdam, but um, riding your bike in a nude isn't normal. Uh, unless you no. want to free stay in the jail for the night, maybe. Um, yeah, perhaps. Cheap way uh, to stay in yeah. Amsterdam. <laughs> well, there is a guy who, who drives his, uh, his bicycle just in a, in a, in a strung. So yeah, a G-string? Yeah, in a G-string. Yes, yeah, so I've seen him. So I've that's as mentioned. far as you can go. That's pretty far. Yeah, it is. It is. Far enough for most people, probably. Yeah, well, it's Amsterdam. <laughs> but, but you weren't so. tempted to try it out, surely? Oh, no. No. No, I just wanted to photograph it. <laughs> do you have a bicycle yourself? Yeah, I do, but to be honest, I don't ride it much right now because it's too difficult to photograph when you're on a bicycle. So I would rather do the photography. Uh, it's too difficult to carry my equipment and everything and, and ride a bike or stop and photograph. So um, when I lived up north here out in the countryside, uh, we bicycled a lot more there. Every weekend we would go cycling. And I understand now you've got a book out about your pictures. Right. It's called Bicycle Mania, which I think is a really appropriate title for the book and it's just about the fact that the Dutch are bicycle crazy and how much the culture revolves around it and it has about 150 photos in it with uh, three other contributing photographers as well and that's um, some from Trevor Waldron and Max Rubenacker and Ben Diamond and then the text gets into the the history of the cycling culture and the infrastructure practicalities about bicycling in the Netherlands taking bikes on the train and what kind of fines you can get for doing certain things on bikes, and like not having the proper lights and how much the fines are. And go, go on, tell us a few, a few things. What should we know if we're going to come ride our bikes here? Well, you, you can even get fined, apparently, this is what the police told me, for you know not riding on the right side of the street. You're always supposed to be on the right. I'm sure that doesn't happen, right, Edward? But, uh, yeah, that's the theory. Yeah, but, but, but you can get fined for that. drives his bike everywhere. It's hard to believe when you look at the Dutch cyclists on the street because uh -huh. they seem to just rule the roads in a way. Absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's what the cyclists always yeah. think. They, they own the road and sometimes it's, it's very difficult to, to drive your bike uh, over the canals because of the tourists who are not used to bicycles because they don't hear them coming on. So they, they just cross the street without watching uh, the, the cyclists coming on. So everybody is always going left. Right <laughs> around, and sometimes it's 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 quite a mess. But <laughs> we are used to it. Yeah. But I can imagine that sometimes you see um, a group of Japanese tourists who are just flabbergasted by seeing what's happening with all those crazy cyclists. But uh, the, the police are well, it's, it's it's impossible to to notice all the things uh, cyclists are doing that's not allowed mm -hmm. because you have to be very unlucky maybe to get a fine. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, they, they have special uh, special nights that they 
are uh, checking the, the, the lights because that's, that's dangerous if you don't use lights. So mm -hmm. that's, that's a good thing. But for the rest, usually they don't do anything <laughs> about the cyclists because they can go on every day for hours and hours and, and not being able to stop everything what's 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 happening yeah i'm always amazed that there aren't more accidents here that you don't see more accidents with with the cyclists but i have to say i've in the almost 11 years that i've lived here i think i've only seen one incident there's somebody i mean that's pretty good and people here are just used to driving with the cyclists everywhere around you and the other thing is that if you if you hit a cyclist with your car you are automatically at fault Regardless of whether the cyclist, you know, rammed into you or not, you're, you're basically uh, assumed at fault. So that's also why the, the car drivers are much more cautious about uh, seeing where the, the cyclists are. So you don't see that many accidents. It's interesting. It's, it's such a different culture from North America. It's hard to yeah. even fathom in a way. Yeah. Right. So you've got all that in your book. So if someone wants to come cycling in, in Holland, then they can mm -hmm. buy your book and... See some beautiful pictures and some information as right. well about the... Yeah, it's fun, but it's also informational. And it, like I said, it describes the background of the bicycle culture. And it, if you do want to come bicycling here or you live here as a, an expatriate, there's a lot of good information about you know, what, what the rules are and how many bike paths there are and what, you, you know, what you're allowed to do on those. So, and yeah, where can people get it? A couple of places. Uh, the most obvious would be bicyclemania.nl. There's a dash between bicycle and mania. And I understand that even though you've finished publishing this book, you haven't stopped taking pictures of bicycles. You have no. a bit of an addiction. Yeah, I do. That's what I was saying, that I don't think I'll ever stop photographing bicycles in the Netherlands. Um, uh, it's just, it's, it's still so fascinating to me. And we may well end up, there, there are some preliminary plans to do a volume two. And there's, there's so many areas that um, I still would like to photograph and so many uh, bicycle uh, concentrated sections of the Netherlands or like, like the bridge um, that's dedicated, uh, dedicated bicycle and pedestrian bridge. Uh, that's I think it's 700 meters long. Where is it? Uh, the Neschio. How do you say that, Edward? Neschio Brug. It's in the what the Eiber area of Amsterdam. So there's a lot, lot more things yet to photograph, and uh, I'm still interested in doing that. So and an infinite number of subjects. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And there was just before I let you go, there was something you wanted to read to us about the Dutch and yeah. their bicycles. Yeah. Um, just it provides a good background on on why I did the book. The Dutch are bicycle crazy for many excellent reasons. Nowhere else in the world is bicycling so ingrained in the culture as it, it is in the Netherlands. Nowhere. Dutch people are virtually born with a bicycle or feets, as they call them here, F-I-E-T-S, attached to them. Almost as soon as a Dutch child is able to walk, he or she learns to ride a bicycle. They grow up on bikes. They ride them to school as soon as they are able, first with a parent at their side, often with mom or dad's hand on their shoulder, and then on their own. When they're nine years old, they're expected to pass an informal test, an actual cycling demonstration, and earn a cycling diploma. As teenagers, they go out on dates on bikes. They can't drive until they're 18 here. With one person on the front and one perched side saddle on the back, 
Lovebirds, young and old, ride side by side, precariously holding hands. People of all ages and socioeconomic status, including government and other dignitaries, regularly, meaning daily, commute to work on bikes. And a flat bicycle tire is often a common excuse for being late for work, as I'm told. <laughs> Police patrol the streets on bikes, often on mountain bikes, despite the fact that there are no mountains here. Couples and families frequently go on bike holidays, and bicycle use continues throughout old age. And then, of course, goes on. Uh, but I, I just think that's a good example of how pervasive it is here. Thank you very, very much for taking hey, the you're time. You're welcome. Thank you, Frigo. Shirley Agudo. And if you'd like to see those photos, they're on display at the Edouard Planting Gallery in Amsterdam until December 5th. If you can't make it to Amsterdam, you can see some photos on the gallery website, or just order the book at bicycle-mania.nl. I'll put links to both sites on the blog. Now it's time to share some resources with you, and given the theme of the show today, of course, they're all based around cycling in the Netherlands. The names are in Dutch, and that means they could sound a little undecipherable to your English-speaking ears. Don't worry, I'll put the links online so you can refer to those. The first site I think is really helpful is the Nederland Fietsland site. The name literally means Dutch Bike Country, and the content lives up to that name. You'll find some information here in English as well as in Dutch, and the most impressive part of the site is the Bicycle Route Planner. It lets you literally plan a route anywhere in the country. It'll tell you which bike paths to take, it'll give you the numbers of the bike paths, it'll give you distance points as well so you know where to turn, and there's a map. You can zoom in and out to see detail of the route or the big overview. It's really an invaluable tool if you're coming here for a cycling tour, and I'd like to thank one of our readers, James, for pointing it out to me. The other site that's worth a look is the Veraldfietser site, or World Cyclists. This is actually a bike touring club in the Netherlands. They have something like 2,500 members, and on their website you'll find information about cycling around the globe, as well as information on trips that they arrange around the country. So if you're coming here, it's really worth making the effort to check out the site and see if you can join them, maybe for a weekend. They're a really wonderful group of people, almost all of them speak excellent English, and they're really welcoming to new members or people who just want to hang out for a weekend or a day. If nothing else, they do have some good information on their site about biking all around the country, as well as all over the world. The only catch is that you will have to put Google's translation tool to work because the site is in Dutch only. And I'll put addresses for both of those sites in the show notes. Well, that's it from the Traveling to Bike Show for this week. We're aiming to make this podcast a bi-weekly feature, so in two weeks' time, I'll be back and talking to Rob Lewall about cycling across Siberia in the winter, and the three-year trip that brought him back to England via Tibet and Afghanistan. And yes, you heard that right, Siberia in the winter. If you can't wait that long to see what Rob's been up to, check out his blog at cyclinghomefromsiberia.com. In the meantime, I'd love to hear from you. Drop me a line at us at travelingto.com or use the contact form on the site. Tell me what you think of the show, what you'd like to see me talk about in future, who you'd like to see me interview, and maybe next time I'll read some of the emails on air. Until next time, happy cycling. Happy cycling.